Check in. Remember to turn the mic on this time. See if anybody pops in. Oh, lots more Dominatrix Empire Seed Company. Beating them with a nice through a little hash in it. Trying to see if I can get somebody to jump in tonight. Maybe yes, maybe no. This might just be a quick one. Just to get it up and rolling. What's going on, James? How you doing tonight? And smoke one play in the garden for a minute. Hoping somebody join in. Glad you did. How you doing tonight, James? What are you smoking now? You still got a fucking plate of uh, hash from the other night. And on that dominatrix. Yeah, I was blew out last night trying to get this thing up and running. So I think this may be an everyday thing, maybe an every other day thing. I think we're going to call it fuck. And shit talking with Eagle. Smoke some beard on fire. Beard on fire's not quite ready yet. She's close. I believe uh, that's her right there. There's some more in the LED tent back there. That's a fiery strain. Oh, I haven't heard of that one. Tight stuff's been always been good. So how are you holding up these rough times? That green. I don't know what that is. Listen to a little bit Mendo. Pretty good day. Pretty productive day. I got some shit done. Hope you get some shit done tonight. Oh, yeah. Everyone was cool. 
hard time rolling in the night, I guess. She's smoking. This is James. Did be in the first one. I didn't think too many people would tune in tonight. Gets to start somewhere, right? May end up doing a few transplants later on. Put some, uh, oh, yeah, there's beard on fire right there. That girl's ready for flower. Take some clones of that. And then uh, we got some more over here. Need some up hot. Beautiful loser. A few other ones. Got one insane in the membrane. I'm just going to top and probably throw outside. That thing's way too big. This thing right here. If I try to put this in the tent, it hit the. I could probably let it grow up. And he'd come back down and it'd probably grow back up. Still got one. That thing's going to go every bit of 12 weeks. She's got some chunker bugs back there. She's actually hitting the, the top of that tent. Watching Crimal Punch. Wow, 35 days. That shit's good. The F1s? F1 or F2? Both good, really. Both good. Looks like she, uh, sequence might jump in. Bear with me here. Still learning this Zoom shit. Oh, where did I do? Oh, I got to do that right there. 
Hells yeah. Hells yeah. Skipping the coffee and going right for the poison tonight. What's up, brother? What's up, man? How you doing? I gotta put my headset in. <laughs> oh, I'm getting a high class thing now. Yeah. Fucking. Oh, I know why. Hold on. There you go. Can you hear me now? Or can I hear you now? Uh, I can hear you, you loud go. and clear. What's up, Eagles chat? Now I gotta have to put my headphones on. Oh, bummer, bummer. I'm gonna. I've got multiple things going on here. <laughs> it's a tough gig, man. I make it look easy. I did fuck up the med grower episode. <laughs> that should have gotten uh, like twice or three times as many views as soon as it dropped and it didn't because I screwed that up. I can't believe even after people seen it that uh, you know it still didn't get watts. It's bumped up there. It's at seven hundred now. It's not awful, but it should have started at about a thousand ish. So it's gained maybe five hundred, but how you been, dude? Oh, you're muted. You're muted. There we go. Can you hear me hey, now? Yep, yep, yep. Uh, pretty good. Just been hanging out, fucking trying to stay sane. Got some yard work and shit done today. What not? Honestly, dude, I so today I had to go to work again. And uh, it finally got slow enough where my boss was like, all right, tomorrow and Friday we're off. So I'm home and um, the last couple days I've been home and I haven't been used to being home. So I'm fucking way out of a routine. I, uh, I don't know what to do with my life. I've just been like smoking weed and watching free Pornhub and playing with my dog. It's been good, but it hasn't been very productive, you know. What if, it's good to see that you've been getting some stuff done. Yeah, I'm getting a few people in Scarecrow and Boom Farms and CJ's uh, in chat now. Yeah, I'm watching the chat. What's up, guys? So I think I may start doing this, like, daily. Just fucking hang out, like, 
few minutes a day and whatnot. The problem is just you, uh, you're too freaking late for me. It's like you're uh, a college ch- kid or something, and you're you're up until five in the morning every day. <laughs> <laughs> See, I woke up at five this morning. I can't be up at this late. I'm already ready for bed two hours ago. I'm an old man, Eagle. You don't understand what it's like to be old like me. You're as old as you feel, so quit feeling old. Per- <laughs> quit feeling old, magic words of wisdom. It's that easy. Come on. Oops, I turned my audio or my video off. <clears throat> uh, James, they didn't censor us, I don't think, on the last episode. I uh, the way that the shows are hosted on the live, it's easy to like cross some some wires, and I uh, I didn't have a couple of things linked up correctly, so I don't think it sent the notification out to everyone and that kind of thing. So that's what happened there. Sorry to hijack your show, Eagle, but. Um, I think that's why the MedGrow episode had less viewers because I screwed up on my end um, in setting the show up in the background. So that's going to be the fucking kind of idea of the show is this may be cannabis related. It'd be whatever. It may just be yeah, me sitting in one out. Yeah. This, uh, I think I'm going to call this fucking shit talking with Eagle. <laughs> shit talking with Eagle. Yo, that's what this is going to be, you know? Yeah, man. Well, I'm subscribed. Let me see if the other channel is, or my other channel is subscribed. The show channel is subscribed. Subscribe to this shit. Ring the bell. Oh, look, I'm going to subscribe to you again. Look at you. I can't believe we've got already got a fucking cool motherfuckers already in chat. You guys rock. Sun grown from California. Well, you probably told a bunch of people I was coming, right? So I, I brought them to the fame. Almost definitely. <laughs> I didn't think my... Uh, Rolled out the red carpet for me? I didn't think I was going to be able to handle the traffic on my end. You got the bandwidth upgraded and everything. Shit. Trying to stay uh, current, I guess. Man, I still got that fucking insane in the membrane going behind me. That thing's going every bit of 12 weeks. <laughs> fucking thing. That's the last one. This is one right here. If you can see this bitch. This is going to be... I'm just... All I can do with this is take clones of this and then maybe go throw it outside or something. Because Which one's that? That's an insane... Oh, it is? If I tried to put this in the tent, this thing would go up. I could probably bend it back down. Is that a different pheno? No, they were all the same. Well, they were all fems. uh, Yeah. In my opinion, you shouldn't get a lot of grift in there. but They were all similar anyway. Yeah, yeah. They'll express a little different in, like, their THC and their terpenes and stuff, like, I think. So maybe you got some like some that'll win a little bit more that way. Yeah. Like I've noticed that in my fems is like one will be notably more frosty than the other ones or have a little bit more vigor than the other ones, that kind of thing. Space bomb sounds good. Boom farms popping. Yeah, it does. 
I uh, popped uh, one of my favorite uh, spaces is uh, Space Candy was, uh, I believe it was from Heroes of the Farm. It was a TJ strain, but it was bred by Heroes of the Farm. Is it Space Queen Cross? Uh, It was Space Queen times, uh, I forget what the other cross was, but that fucking strain was delicious and uh, well worth grabbing. You could ever find that one again. I think it was pretty. It was uh, real pretty for the camera too. We got some pictures somewhere of that. Scarecrow's got some fast internet. Two fifty. Mine's over a hundred, and I think it's fast as shit. Two fifty is pretty good. There's some people with gigabit. People with gigabit in the middle of nowhere, USA too. Why don't I have that stuff yet? Scarecrow, I'd be interested in shooting the shit with you one of these nights. You're a late nighter. Space Queen and Tiny Bomb. There you go. You must have a good connection where you can search and shit while you're fucking doing this. Uh, Boom Farms in the chat typed it, but yeah, I do have a pretty good connection and I have two screens so I can do quite a bit. I would add another screen if I had another screen. <laughs> <laughs> I can, my video card can do four. Really? Yeah. So I built my computer for gaming and stuff, and then uh, I don't game anymore. I kind of grew out of it. So this is what I do instead. So uh, the computer can do quite a bit as far as like the streaming with the searching and the multiple monitors. So it's been nice to have that, uh, that set up. But yeah, that's why. Somewhat tech savvy back in the day, I could still probably take one down and build one. I'm sure it's probably even easier than it used to be. To be honest, it's like a Lego kit for grown-ups. That's what I like to tell people. Yeah, it's pretty much plug and play, really. Yep. Operating yep. system and what you buy should come with drivers. So. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, like I was telling you earlier today, uh, I'm really quite nerdy when it comes to shit. I like to uh, tinker and play for sure. I can do all kinds of shit from uh, Sorry. you name it. I probably have fucking tinkered with it at one time or another. I convinced my boss today let me put a, a wise cam at work so I can work from home. At least some. So I don't have to go in there every day. Oh, so he can check on you once in a while? No, because there's like a part of my work where like they give me work orders. So for them to give me work orders and me work at home, I'm going to have them put a camera up so I can see and then just have them lay them out in a certain place. And then uh, I'll know what orders I have and then I can do them um, from home. Just really easy, but... That was the main part that I needed to figure out. So I came up with a solution for 30 bucks. So on to it. Some cameras are pretty fucking nifty for, uh, you know, how cheap they are. Yeah, you could buy a dozen of them. It's like, <laughs> I mean, it feels like it. They don't cost hardly anything. It's nice. Oh, I'm stacking them. I actually. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't hurt, right? It's no. like, 
you know, oh, I can buy two of these. It's easy to fit that into your schedule, you know. What I noticed just the other day was uh, you can group them together uh, and then they become one on your screen. Oh, okay. So I take that and then on my Samsung phone, I can like put on the smart view and I can actually project that onto my TV in my grow room and I can like see everything on my TV. Nice. I'm like far around. So. Right on, right on. Kind it's interesting all the tech that um, I always like to say that we're like the most productive stoner group that I've ever, you know. We definitely defeat the stereotype of stoners being like dumb and lazy when we're figuring out live streaming audio and video and um, Zoom and uh, podcasting. <laughs> closed circuit TV, security cameras, and UV lights, CO2. It's really neat when you really think about it. All the chemistry we do. <clears throat> it takes a lot of hats from everything, really. You know, you got to be able to be able to put, build things and put stuff yeah, together. HVAC, fucking all that stuff, too. Especially if you came from a prohibition era, you had to learn how to be an electrician, an HVAC guy, a fucking carpenter, the whole shebang bang. I do all my shit. Yeah, but you're just, you're a really skilled carpenter too. I wish someday uh, I could show you guys some of my shit. It's uh, I've yet to do any kind of like huge repairs here yet or improvements. But, uh, man, I've done some nice stuff for a lot of, uh, in a, a lot of nice places for sure. Yeah. Have you ever, you've heard of mods, right? Mods? Mod college. Oh, mod, mod college? Yeah. Yeah, like college. Mm-hmm. I was their personal carpenter for like 10 years. Oh, nice. For the, I, you know, whatever they wanted. And they were like, okay, I just bought a house here. Here's an unlimited budget. Go fucking restore that bitch. Damn. That's what I did for a long time. And uh, really nice. I've got two projects downtown Flint that I did. One was uh, the Harding Mott Foundation, and the other one is a historical society <clears throat> right next door. Man, both of those houses probably took six years of my life, you know. I took both of them down to the skeleton and, and restored them inside and all. Uh, inside was totally new and everything was Brazilian cherry, plaster redone, all custom cabinets, custom staircases, shit like that. And the outside had to be duplicated to the time period. Every oh, nice. week we'd go down to this. There was a couple of times where I've had the historical society come down and stop us you guys had me and then you'd be like you couldn't even do anything until you go down to the next meeting which could go get it approved and shit yeah but once they uh you know found out who they were working with and team what we were doing they really you know left us alone loosened up quite a bit yeah the one house uh, it was really neat the house to the the harding mott foundation it was actually actually a prohibition house at one point, and it had a, the basement was all set up for bootlegging. Oh hell yeah! Hashtag. 
Uh, some of Red's Dry Sift, I think. Oh, yeah, it's Red's Dry Sift. It's really good looking. Nice. So they had a prohibition in, uh, bar in the basement. And then in the upper area, there was a mural in this house. And uh, it was like a mural towards a slave era type thing. And Jackie Kennedy actually came to that house during the pre their presidency and thought that mural was so cool that they had uh, it duplicated in the White House. So there's right. one of those murals in the White House. So the whole time we're restoring that house, man, we had to be just like super careful of this, you know, unpriceless yeah. paint. It was wrapped around the whole room. It was a, it was wow. a kick ass. And then uh, it was a three-story building. So we restored that from inside and out. You know, nice. Everything. Staircase, everything. You name it, I can do it, really, when it comes to uh, the trades. I'd like to learn a lot more. You know, I'd like to learn woodworking. I'd like to learn HVAC. I'd like to learn um, electrical is honestly pretty straightforward if you've got a book. And then, uh, I mean, as long as you're in, like, household shit <laughs> um i know a lot of car stuff like i'm pretty i can wrap my head around cars and computers and um tech pretty good yeah i'm also uh before that let's see here uh, i'm on your left past that thing i like that she's funny um got the i climbed pool. trees i was a tree surgeon for a while i was a climber for a long long time so you just cut like select limbs, tree surgeon? No, I'd go up in tight areas and, uh, you know. Like high risk down. stuff, that kind of thing? Yeah, yeah. Right and on. then I had bilateral hernia surgery. Or took oh, me, shit. They, they uh, put uh, that steel mesh in, in my gut. That shit that's, that you see in your call forever. Are you yeah, suing TV? No, it actually you got still, the bladder mesh. Yeah, it's it mine's stainless steel and it moves. And it can <coughs> be painful from time to time. What you you got to call the number on TV, dude. I, you know, when I I had it done at uh, Genesis, and when I started to look into it, I called them and they're like, "Yeah, we changed everything over and such and such, and uh, we ain't got records of your shit." So yeah. they're trying to say they don't no longer have records of that shit. I mean, it's in you, so it didn't not happen. <laughs> Unless Before they forgot. Took for a while. Unless they forgot to uh, do it. For Mike Ward, then cooking. Uh, oh, you cooked for a while. I almost yeah, worked I in the restaurant industry. I had a job, but I never showed up. That was my first job ever. So I interviewed at McDonald's, but I didn't have my social security card. So I went home to get my social security card. And then I got called for a uh, CAD CAM OJT job. And I picked that instead because engineering was what I wanted to do with my life at that time. So I almost worked at McDonald's, but I didn't. I became a CAD guy instead at that time. Yeah, I, I uh, never cooked like that i uh i cooked for uh in there for a while. 
for uh, Little Caesars? It, yeah, I actually know Tom Shirosky, the owner of oh, Little shit. Caesars. I know him personally. No. At that time, I was uh, still in high school, and he'd come into the school and talk <laughs> to my class and shit for me. I worked there for a long time and was a manager for a while, and I worked in the kitchen in the like the bigger, you know, the full-size restaurants. And I cooked there for a minute, and then I went from there to uh, Greek food. I was a cook for uh, the Parthenon. I cooked food for them for a few years. And then uh, from there, I uh, cooked uh, Mexican food for oh, nice. know, four or five years. I started three restaurants, Mexican restaurants. I'll really? Yeah. Uh, the family I worked with was authentic Mexicans. You know, I don't know if I said that right, but you know, the food was authentic. But I was uh, like, how very how authentic dry. are we talking here? We're like uh, I'm just speaking. I'm just barely kidding. speaking English. <laughs> it's like good luck answering this question. Yeah, without maybe get myself in trouble on that. But yeah, uh, so I was a good friend of theirs, and uh, we started. Uh, Three other, it was a Trios restaurant. There's still one in Davison. And then uh, we started El Trito's, or I'm sorry, that was El Trito's. We started Tialitas, which is still on South Saginaw and Grand Blanc, which is super great food. And then that's uh, cool, man. We bought, we bought and transformed a, a restaurant called Amigos. And uh, we were there for quite a while. and until uh, I left there. That's what, that you know what? The machine shop is where Amigos is now. Machine shop is a pretty cool spot. Yeah, it was kind of a weird spot because uh, they, they would serve Mexican food during the day and then soon as the hour, the place closed, it was like a Mexican after hours. So they'd push the tables aside and fucking throw sawdust on the floor and fucking just blast Mexican music till about 4 a.m. And it was, a, it was a different way of living. It was pretty cool. A different way of living? Did you wear a sombrero a lot? I, uh... You, you know, drink tequila and put a sombrero on, don't you, Eagle? Tell me. I may have a few nights. But I may have! <laughs> 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 See, this no is good. Doubt. This is good. We're viewers are getting a, a look into uh, what makes Eagle tick. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, that was an awesome time, really. Yeah, I can't lie. That was uh, a lot of good nights. Them, them folks it's nice to party. look back and reflect on stuff in a nice way, especially yeah, with all the stress what, going on in the world, you know? If you know a good Spanish family, a good tight Spanish family, and they throw a gathering. You may be there a week. <laughs> I went to like a fiftieth wedding reunion or whatever, fiftieth wedding anniversary for Mexicans. It was a huge deal. Holy shit! They had like two canopies, like three hundred people, some big five tiered cake, and a bunch of oh, dude, it was like way, way over the top. I was like, whoa, but um. I mean, it's cool. If, you, if I'm ever married to somebody for 50 years, I'm sure I'd be pretty fucking excited about that. Or depressed, one or the other. Right. <laughs> you never know. That's a long time. That's a really long time. 
Yeah, I haven't been alive that long. I can't even comprehend it, dude. Yeah, I can't comprehend anything that long, that amount of time, you know? But my memory is all jacked anyway. So anything longer than a couple of years is just not... I'm going to forget half the shit that happens anyhow. I'm surprised a lot of the shit I remember. Totally awesome. I'm glad you uh, were able to make time and join in tonight. Yeah, yeah, man. See, they (laughs) kind of return the favor in some kind of ways. You get to be a part of episode one, just like... uh, Oh, this is episode one, huh? This is episode one. Cool, I'm excited. It's been a nice free-flowing conversation. I don't know what you're trying to go for exactly here, but um, I'm honored to be your episode one. Like I said, some nights, if I keep doing this, it might just be me fucking talking stupid, maybe working in the garden. And uh, maybe some nights, if I can get somebody cool like yourself to sit in, that'd be fucking awesome, too. So, Yeah, so I'd recommend trying to go live at the same time every night, if you can, because that'll be what your viewers will get used to. So try to keep to a schedule. That's the main thing. And then if you keep to a schedule, you'll pick people up. As long as you're good, you know, you'll be entertaining enough and then people will just keep coming back. And um, that's really the secret to doing it is being consistent and uh, regimented. Like you can't have a real business if you have hours posted and then don't show up half the time, you know, that kind of thing. So um, if you want it to be a thing, make sure you treat it like it's a thing and then um, that's how you get there for sure. Just a couple little tips, I guess. You gave me a lot of tips when we started our show. I'm not so sure how serious this is. This is, like I said, more or less a hobby thing at the moment. But, uh, you know, if it grows, then it grows. <laughs> right now, I think more or less it's a stay sane from uh, quarantine gotta reach out talk to somebody don't you? yeah 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 so uh how are you staying sane besides house projects plant work uh getting outside now that's about it I'm trying to get out and go to the store occasionally and uh that's about it exercise plant? it seems like you'd never run out of plant work right you, you always pretty good you think about it you always got something to do yeah, yeah, that's very true. I love it though. It's a labor of love. It, yeah, yeah. You hand trim everything and all that too. I do. I do. Yeah. That's a chore, man. That's a real job. People don't think about it that way, but it's a real job for sure. Most they people do have never work. done like. I mean. Honestly, most people that consume cannabis or in, involved in the industry have never, ever grown at any scale close to what you do or, you know, have had to trim, like, say, one pound, you know, even, which is a, a number that's whatever. But uh, it definitely puts it into perspective when you look at, like, somebody that's got 72 plants and they're trying to hand trim them all when uh, after you've done it. That's one thing of the perpetual that makes it a lot easier. You yeah, know? I bet. Got this whole seed. 
And, uh, Your hardest part is staying on different schedules, right? Like, you know, not forgetting to take clones or not forgetting to pop seeds and, you know, to make sure everything's always full all the time. Right, right. But I've been bringing this uh, schedule for so long now. It's just, yeah. it's habit. Yeah, yeah. It's a little easier with. Uh, Your gardens always look awesome, so. I appreciate that. You know, I'm I'm still on the fence about this grog thing. To be honest with you. Yeah. I you know I I've seen a million great scrogs online, but I really believe you could do the same, if not better, with standout plants. Uh, I de- I definitely think that both ways work just fine. You know, it's just uh, very dependent on what you want to do and how you want to um, try to maximize your plants. If you don't want to scrog, then I think you have to um, cut a lot more fan leaves off to get your light penetration deeper. Because your scrog, you got like light, pen- your light all hits one level. But if you want your light pen to get like get down because you're going to do plants, you're going to move around and stake. And that that's cool. I'd like that strategy too. But I would just I would clip a lot more leaves, do a little bit more mango tech. What are your thoughts? Would be I just was thinking about this while you're talking there. Um, does that don't make sense, or does that sound like a dumbass thing to say? No, no, that makes perfect sense. I was just uh, thinking, uh, would if you were going to take the time and do a scrog, would uh, for me. Wouldn't it be a really a beneficial to like do a DWC, like maybe one and just let that bitch go crazy and scrog her out? You you really could. Um, the other um, the other idea is just to put a lot of plants in one four by four or five by five, like nine or you know something like that. And you can really fill your scrog really fast and then flip. Um, that's what I like to do is I'm adding plants. So I add density, but that can throw your numbers off depending on what you do. You know, um, you definitely can do one plant in DWC. You're just going to have to dedicate a longer veg time, not a ton longer because it's going to grow fast. But, um, in order to fill out like a four by four with one plant, you're going to have some veg time. That's for sure. Well, in, in, to scrub credit, I did not. I threw these girls in behind me. Uh, I threw those into flower and then bent them over with the scrog net. So they didn't really have uh, no time to veg, you know, and really space out before they were in the flowering process. You know, I, I, I'm getting a decent yield out of it, but I just, you know, I. I think I know these plants. I could go to did better standing up, I think. Yeah. Well, and then that too is probably like everything else, fucking strain specific and genetic specific and situation specific and light specific and you know, all the other dumb caveats that we uh we add to uh every discussion we have on on YouTube, you know. It is annoying, though, how many different things like that there are that um, are different enough that it's it is relevant to each person. You know how they have what lights they use and how they train and all that stuff. 
Boom Farm says he likes his tomato cages. I've thought about trying That's an those. idea, too, yeah. Especially the coated ones, because, and then with tomato cages, since this is episode one, this is good advice. Um, I don't think galvanized tomato cages are a good idea if you're growing cannabis, because um, you don't want your plants rubbing up against that. So get the coated ones. You can get the ones that are dipped in, like, nylon or whatever. And those are probably a lot safer as far as passing testing and being safe, that sort of deal. Yeah, yeah. Man, uh, I was in the LED tent today. It was uh, the HLG 550 and the Majestic 12 tent there. And that tent is uh, so thick. I was just in there snapping leaves, trying to get some aeration going. And man, my whole this whole arm from almost elbow to wrist was just fucking sticky, sticky, sticky. sticky. <coughs> it gets annoying when you're in there trying to work with your plants towards the end, and you're like, "Man, I got trichomes all over my fingernails and like all that shit." It's one of those things that. Uh, you know, I started off, I normally would put gloves on if I were to get in there and just go crazy. But it started off with like, I'm going to oh, snap one, two there. And then next thing you know, headphones on, you kind of lost yourself. You know, you got handfuls of leaf and you look down and you're like, ah, fuck, this is gonna, this is a mess. Yeah, this is going to suck. So um, I don't know how you clean your hands off when this happens, you know, you inevitably going to get some resin on your hands someday working with plants um the best trick for me is not iso which is what most people use because it's always around for growers um but oil like um cooking oil or uh coconut oil will carry that off your hands like lickety split so you just put coconut oil on your hands, rub it in real good. The shit comes right off, and then just wash your hands with soap, and then you're good. Done. I've, uh, lemon juice works pretty well. Okay, well. I have never tried lemon juice. Butters are the same idea, because the butter is an oil, and it carries it right off. Huh, I've tried that. Because I had a hell of a time. There's been times, not today, but there's been times where I've had that section so bad where i've just had to take a racer to that bitch it's like man that shit ain't coming out yeah. i'm just just be easier to shave it yeah so like butter um spray cooking spray olive oil all the oils all you know they work for the basically the same reason alcohol works but um it works better in my opinion because it really breaks it up and gets it off of your skin Smoke and grow. Lots of people don't know that shit. So you think this is funny? I was uh, out and about, and I usually carry uh, spray in the vehicles, obviously. Like Ozium? Just like Axe or something to throw on. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, dude, I bet you're an Axe guy. You're just Axed up, aren't you? Going to the mall, you're just... Oh, no, 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 no. That shit shit goes a long fucking way. Yeah, you're right. But uh, I usually carry something. 
to hide the you know, travel weed smell or whatever. And uh, lately with this shit going on, I uh, I recently said to somebody, I'm like, yeah, I'm not even going to bother. And the accident. Yeah, I'm like fucking now, you know, if I happen to uh, let a weed cough go in the store, they'll know they can smell the weed and fucking know it's the weed, probably the weed and not just, you know, I'm sick. Dude, I tell you what, you go to the store now, you could hear a pen drop, like you could hear a mouse fart in that motherfucker, like no one makes it, no one coughs in the store anymore. They're like... You know, I can't go out if I have me. Hold the breath almost. Man. Yeah, exactly. Like, wow. Crazy times, man. I never thought I'd live through something like this, man. This is. Well, and then, crazy. like, it is nice that the stores are not, like, ran out of stuff. Outside of toilet paper, you can buy almost anything. So today I went and I was able to get hamburger, even chicken. There were eggs, there was milk, there was bread, there was, like, all the normal shit you need. Um, so that was cool. I couldn't get toilet paper, but I'm not out yet. I'm just trying to plan ahead. So every time I go, I look, but somebody keeps buying all that shit. They threw, uh, limits on that shit up here. Lickety. Oh, there's limits on it here too, but I think people just wait for the pallets. It's weird. They're just shitting their pants, I guess. can't believe that's the one thing everybody went through first, you know? Can I wipe my ass, yeah, man. man. Like, what's next? I want to get everybody to take a run and, like, I don't know, dude. Paper Something. companies are probably just ecstatic. Why doesn't everybody <laughs> eat Go-Gurts or some shit and leave the toilet paper alone? Let's say that Go-Gurts are the next big thing, and then they'll do that. Yeah, all that probiotics going to have them shit and all that culture in the yogurt. I'm gonna need that paper. People are gonna have to start planting leafy greens. I need to do that. I need to plan ahead. I'm gonna I'm run out of toilet it. paper at this rate at someday. I don't understand for the life of me why I don't grow some type of plants. Not in my beds, you know, not in my pots, but in the, the blank spaces throwing some yeah. kind of or even out, you know, right outside the tent area, you know, something that only needs, you know, 12 hours. I've of thought about it too. It's like, why don't I just grow something else like peppers or tomatoes even? I bet I could grow bitchin' pepper plants inside, you know? How, why couldn't you? Well, hell anymore, man. The food that we're buying is shitty anyway. You know, yeah. It's, it's just don't have the nutrition anymore. Do that. So why not grow it? I've been trying to wean myself off meat now for a while. Oh yeah. I'm not on high horses or anything, or but I definitely oh, feel yeah. better when I'm not meat. I I don't eat a ton of it. Like I don't focus on eating protein every day. You know, like when I was a kid, it was like, what are we gonna eat with this chicken tonight? That kind of thing. So now it's like, you know, I don't care if I eat like a bean and cheese burrito or if I eat a you know, steak, it doesn't matter that much to me. So I don't focus on it every day, and I really enjoy that. But I don't think I'll ever be able to cut out, like, eating a nice burger. Because, fuck, I love that. But um, I'm definitely, 
I don't mind it cutting down on it and stuff. It's not necessarily because I'm super tree huggery or anything like that, but like you said, it does make me feel a little bit better. I'm not weighed down by eating it all the time. I've been trying to replace uh, candy sugars with uh, fruits and shit. Trying to live a little bit healthier. I was a little excited to see I was at least in the the better end of the the, uh, blood type of this whole scare. (laughs) Oh, yeah? I don't know enough about all that stuff, yeah. I don't know who's all... um, I saw demographics, some lots of numbers, you know, all different things. So you never know what to believe and all those sorts of things. Right on. Right on. Enough of that shit. Man, it's hard to split it up. Like you see one thing that says one thing. You see another thing that's talking about something different, but it's a different number. And then after you see 10 different sets of numbers, even if they were all right, you mix them up. You know, it's like, fuck it. So are you going to pop anything? Pop anything, anything new? new in the I do. <laughs> want to talk about growing a little bit? I popped no, Mac, Mac S1. So uh, self Mac 1. Mac 1 S1. Um, so I'm curious to see what that's going to do because I have the Mac 1. That's also new in my garden. So I'm going to grow them side by side. And we're going to see what makes them different. Um so I have the real cut and then the self version of it. I'm going to run them side by side. So I think that's really, really cool. Um, I got a lot of warnings about how slow and annoying Mac is to grow. So we'll see if that's true. Um, I'm also right. popped white witting, which is um, wedding cake and mandarin cookies, I believe. And then... That's about it for new stuff, but I also got I got a new cut of Tropicana cookies as well. Tropicana cookies F2. And then uh, the stuff that I'm putting into flower right now, I have six plants. I won't be able to remember what they all are. I have two OKCs, uh, C- Citra Glue, I believe, Crescendo, and... Uh, Sunshine and Haze from Kyle Gardner, which is Sunshine Kush and Tropicana Haze crossed. So that should be really good. It should go kind of long, probably. Um, I can't remember what the last one was. Apologies. That's tough on my memory, though. So I I did my best. I'll try to think about it. (laughs) The OKC I'm excited about, that's Orange Kush Cake. Um, That was a pack limited strain by ethos it's uh jelly bean sorry for the keyboard Damn. wedding cake jelly bean um right. sour tangy rose skittles and og eddie lep Supposedly it can get up to 30%. It's a very orangey strain. So that's what I was looking for was orange. So hopefully I get a lot of orange. Should have said something. Uh, I definitely got some more. 
think of them. I used before uh, Detroit, I handed out some really good Detroit uh, seeds in Detroit that were orange that uh, I hope get popped and at least a clone pass of them. I think that, oh, that was the slice of sunshine. I have seeds <laughs> that you gave me right here. I just have such a, a load of <clears throat> seeds to work through. I haven't got I've to. got a California orange bag cross, and then I've got an orange cookies. Uh, I've got about, yeah, I've got Agent Orange, I've got Jelly Bean. Agent Orange would be sick to grow, dude. You gave me uh, Mr. Conductor. That's a good one. Peace Train. Peace Train kind yeah, of yeah. Uh, space. Space dude. Dude. I'm still debating now whether or not uh, how many of the TGA strains I'm going to bring back and just I talked to a few people and I don't, I think they're trying to get the wrong impression about me trying to bring some of that shit back. I'm talking about bringing it back for my own use, not uh, Are you going to self it? No, I've got packs, you know. Oh, you're going to cross the males and females and stuff? Well, I don't, I, that's the thing. I'm not even looking to do uh, seeds. And that's when I said I was going to pop you know, a bunch of them and find me some good phenos. I immediately got emails from other people. I didn't even know. Anything. Really? That's weird. Just for popping was, seeds like, that you bought before? Oh, you're going to bring, no, uh, no, it was all, oh, you're going to try to bring back all these strains and uh, don't think you're gonna don't think you're gonna run you know tga strains and shit like that so that's i was weird. like no no that's not the intent there i'm not producing any you know seeds so if i do you know pop anything it would be uh i think i'd just pheno hunt and make cuts available you know that'd be as far as that goes i don't I'm not trying to do seeds anytime soon. I want to get make my seeds, dream, bro. When but I get also, my dream girl. Sorry, go ahead. When I get that dream girl med grower one called me out on fucking uh, <laughs> maybe. Yeah, there you go. I was just saying that uh, I want to start a clone bank. So hopefully this summer or this year I'll work on that more. I have some pretty good ideas for it, I think. Oh, yeah. Got a good network of shit you could uh, work with, that's for sure. Just find you a couple good studs that uh, you can grab clones from and spank every so often for new crosses. Well, yeah, not necessarily... Um new crosses, but um, I just want to have dependable stuff that people that can come to you for, you know, like be one of the people that has the real GG4, be one of the real people that has Girl Scout cookies. All of the strains that you have have ran and um, had PSI tested so people know what the potency is roughly before they get them, that kind of stuff. And then I think people will be really, really interested in that kind of service. So you want to run a Wonderland? <laughs> is that what that is? 
Yeah. I don't think it's that hard. You know, you don't have to have 25 strains. I bet if you, if you had a dozen strains that were all tested, you could tell people what they were. They would really love that shit. Just be really good at what you do. I think you could get a little bit extra for them, you know, to have a pedigree, if you will. Yeah, 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 to show that you did your work, you know, that kind of thing. Right. Hell yeah. You've got to do something to keep uh, people's interest in growing alive. I really believe people should at least give it a whirl. Sure. I think they should too, but I think that the difficulty of it is uh, a turnoff for a lot of people, especially as legalization is going to bring the price down. Less and less, there's going to be less and less incentive for people to grow because they're going to be like, well, it's really cheap to just buy it. So why would I grow it? You know, that kind of thing. Um, so it will be enthusiast type people that really enjoy gardening that will do it. And then at some point, it's going to be too expensive to grow indoors. You know, versus the electricity costs versus the return. So maybe uh, then people will really be doing it as enthusiasts just because they enjoy it a lot. And then grow outside, you know, in greenhouses and that kind of thing. It's going to be interesting to see how people adapt as the uh, the value goes down. Or if it even does, you know, that's kind of a pessimistic view. It may not go down, you know. But um, in other states, when the um legal market got really really big and the supply got huge it brought the ounce price down to like 30 bucks and stuff and if that happens here oh buddy yeah we've had that kind of scare a few years ago uh i want to say it was like three years ago harvest time uh outdoor harvest harvest time yeah yeah harvest drove the market down to god people wanted like 80 bucks an ounce you know uh dispensaries where that's what they were trying to give you for it it was like no i can't do it yeah no way no way man it actually got to that point where that period where uh they backtracked this so far that uh i had to quit dealing with uh, a few places because they're, you know what I mean? They backtracked me so far. How can you walk in and when do you walk in and go, no, that's over, you know? This yeah, is yeah, the new I, deal. I know we've talked about easier. it a little, but like. It was just easier to go up the road and talk to the different guy. Yeah. Or go, this is the price. <laughs> yeah. And it, that's what worked out to be better, you know, if you believe that or not. I know we talked about it a little bit before, but it's like the, you know, if you, if you had your price at one value and the next guy wants to go $5 lower, the next person wants to go $5. It's just a race to the bottom. No respect to quality, nothing like that. Just, um, you know, how cheap can we make this, that kind of thing. And uh, that is horrible for everyone. It ends up being trash product at the end for the consumers because growers can't grow it that that cheaply. So you get like shake, you know, that kind of shit. Um, or just really mass-produced, chemicalized, you know, PGR product. Yeah, 
Yeah, this is a flame. I heard yesterday, or today, yesterday, how you want to look at it, that uh, this nasty mess could go on for 18 months. Yes, sir. That's what the government's planned for, 12 to 18 months. You know, I, I also, I hate to even, I want to stop real quick, say hi to Joe Carter, who popped in. She's a loyal viewer to us both there. Uh, what up, Jill? Yeah, right on. Uh, Dr. Phil, I happened to go walk by and catch Dr. Phil yesterday, and he was making such valid points on, uh, you know, in the illness it will hurt a lot of people, but what they're trying to do to our economy and everything, the uh, will be much worse. It, the the anxiety and shit that people that will anxiety and depression from eighteen months could hurt be much much worse than you know going out there That's and trying to deal possible. with it. I seen like the other shit. We're like, fuck it. We're gonna go with the herd mentality. We know we're gonna lose one percent, but everybody's gonna go out there and build up their fucking immune system, and and, uh, we're just gonna take our chances like that. That's brutal, though, man. Like, think of it this way, though: if you had a thousand M and M's or a hundred M and M's, and you had to eat a hundred M and M's. And you knew that one of those fucking M&M's was going to kill you. Like, how much fun would you have eating the M&M's? You know? It really blows that uh, 1% of people are going to die from them. Even if it is just 1%. When you think of it like that, a bag of M&M's and just one of them is going to be, you know, the poison pill. Shit's pretty rough. Like, now, it's definitely true that, like, the economic downfall of, like, you know, closing businesses and stuff could be more impactful. But it's really hard to see where it's going to go since you don't have, like, the numbers. It takes 20 days for somebody to die from this thing. So, like, when you look at stats online and you, you're like, oh, only 1% of people if you know, this, or only 50,000 people of this, or only 200 people of that. It's like, yeah, but that number is going to be, like, 20 times that number in 20 days. You know, so like, and you can't predict what it actually will be. So you just kind of got to be better safe than sorry, you know, and it is a balancing act though. I'm like what you can do and how, how much like economically you can handle, you know, trying to slow down the spread of that stuff. But I think it's worth taking seriously at least. Right. Yeah, that's crazy. I don't think that like so, I don't think that businesses will be shut down for eighteen months, not at all. But I do think that this thing is going to be going around for that long. We, things will be filled in different ways. Like uh, Spartan in chat the other day was saying, you know, mentioning there could be a disruption in our growth supplies. So. Yeah, man chains work out weird yeah and like logistically or logistic stuff um you know when that stuff goes down that's real bitch like imagine if the post office stopped shipping packages for a week like all of the different things 
I, you, good thing you brought that, or you know that you brought that up. I was just read something yesterday that said this shit right here could have uh, the post office shut down in right. months. Imagine. So like that sounds like nothing when you're like, oh, I'm just Amazoning, uh, whatever the fuck. But some people are getting like medicine, and some people are getting very very essential things through the mail. So. Um, that's a really crucial service to have go down. Hopefully that it, that does not happen. You know, I, there you go with all the fear mongering aside. Yeah, take that. Now you're real fucking scared. I'm right there with an another. Yeah, I fucking I'm that asshole at the store. That's I went to the store like this. Often. Today. Shorts, shorts, fucking tank top. People all gloved up, masked, yeah, just giving go. me this guy. I'm like, come on, really? I don't know. Life's too short. To well, I mean, about, you know. realistically, they're saying between 40 and 70% of the population are going to get it. The idea is that we're just trying to slow it down. So, like, maybe you're just going to get it earlier instead of later, you know? Fuck it. <laughs> it's like a placebo thing though sequence you know if you're thinking of it all the time and you're fucking and then then you're bringing it on you know what i mean i really believe you can improve the system get well out. even if you don't get I, it i see that people with the gloves on and they're looking at me like motherfucker you're not taking no cautions in this i'm like yeah. I should be panicking of your sickly ass, you know. <laughs> I should be spraying shit down after you, you know. I yeah. feel great, making me nervous. <laughs> That's the way I feel about that shit. I don't know. I take, I have- you know, I'm staying home the best I can, but I just. Uh, well, since uh, I've been required to go to work, I've been going to mongering. And since I've been able to go to the store, since I've been going to work, I've, you know, gotten a couple of gallons of milk now. You know, I've stayed within my rations and they've always had plenty of shit. But I picked up enough stuff now that I can really quarantine down a little bit and uh, hang out hopefully for the weekend or something and then not leave my house at all. (coughs) Jill Carter wants to know if we've ever taken Taking a flowering plant to the outdoors, and would it mess up the flowering? You would kind of want to mess in a sequence. You can answer this too. Jump in. Uh, I would say you'd want to try to match up the time as much as you can. Uh, make sure the nights match up, and at know, least within a couple of hours. Right, right, right. If not, you could. Uh, Hopefully, it's early flowering, so it could, you know, still reveg a little bit, and uh, which would be a good thing, in my opinion. If it were doing flower right now, putting her outside would just monster crop that thing, and you'd actually, I, you'd be more worried about thinning her out, if anything, at that point uh, later in the year, because she'd be a monster bush. But uh, if you could match up the time, if you could throw one outside as soon as you could right now, you could sure as shit get an early harvest in. That's for sure. 
But it seemed like it would be really early, weeks. but you got to worry about cold. Yeah, yeah. Well, a couple weeks, I would think you'd be able to do it. You know? Yeah. It'd, it'd bring out some really nice colors. The middle of May, I think, is the earliest I've ever put plants outside. Because I think we still get Wait, frost that late. Eh. That's the key is looking up the last frost of the year. Are you guys still getting a good frost down down there? We do in in into May, yeah. I still got a fucking snow in my backyard. Deep snow. (laughs) Cane rolls five hundred. That would be scary. Oh, cane rolls. All right, Eagle, I think I'm going to take off, yeah. man. I got up super early. It's been really nice chatting right. with you and your chat. Um, Jill, Smoke and Grow, CJ, Boom Farms is here for a while. It's been really, really fun. Oh, yeah. Gave you guys have it. Man, that's awesome, brother. Check out the show, my Instagram, and Alliance. Appreciate you, Eagles. Appreciate you, brother. You have a great night, and uh, we'll talk too, tomorrow. Hundred percent. That's a dab. Yeah, that was awesome. Have a good one, man. It's awesome. He was able to stop by, hang out for sure. As well as everybody in chat, man. That was fucking cool as everybody to stop in and hang out. I appreciate that. I was afraid that one would stop in. I'm grateful for the you guys for sure. See you guys. Good dreams tonight. Good night, CJ. Thank you for stopping in. Have a good one, Boom Farms. I guess I should get to my gardening too. Episode one. Appreciate you guys for uh, tuning in. Jill, Smoke and Grow, CJ, everybody popped in. Appreciate you. We'll be doing this. I'll be trying to do this every night, 1130. Uh, try to get somebody in every night to chat and bullshit. You get Zoom, maybe it'll be you. Have a great night. Thank you.